Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil and find out. A Motorsport Podcast Network production. Hey team, it's Noons, Repco Supercars Weekly for another week. This episode brought, of course, to you like always by the Repco Garage. Jump online now, garage.repco.com.au for a range of content, news, podcasts, videos and competitions as well. If you haven't checked it out, it's time for you to check it out. Well, hell of a week in supercars. Let's just step through some of the bits that have come through this week. Of course, the boys on the Castrol Motorsport News podcast during the week really covered off everything that's unfolded in Newcastle and in the aftermath with Van Gisbergen and press conferences and disqualifications and all sorts of elements. So if you haven't heard the episode this week, it's a barn burner. It is the biggest episode ever in the history of the award-winning Castrol Motorsport News podcast. Huge downloads, huge listenership. If you haven't heard it, Go and have a listen. The boys have got the best analysis and insight in the game in Australian motorsport. Now, on this edition of Repco Supercars Weekly, I want to cover off some of the other things that flowed out of Newcastle that perhaps have slipped through the cracks in among all of the stuff about Van Gisbergen and press conferences and Scafe, and there's been uh, plenty of things said and written. Fines. There were fines from Newcastle, $13,000 worth of fines handed out, uh, five grand to Premier Racing. Now, what a weekend they had. James Golding, Tim Slade, um, they sit seventh in the team's championship after a tough Saturday, but their Sunday was sublime. James Golding, fourth, super job. Um, they got fined $5,000 because, well, <laughs> this is one of these things that came back around on them. Uh, they'd actually asked Race Control on Saturday to investigate David Reynolds allegedly impeding Golding in qualifying. So when they went to go and find the video, they figured, oh, no, the compulsory judicial camera was not installed. So they got fined five grand for that and uh, nothing happened to Reynolds because of uh, this alleged impeding because it couldn't be seen. So that came back to grab him. Uh, Golding and Slade both fined 500 bucks each for missing a briefing. Uh, Brad Jones Racing, they got fined five grand as well, but that was Saturday qualifying because they didn't use solid incompressible components uh, for when the car was jacked up. So half of that's been suspended to the end of the year. So an actual $2,500 that they've had to spend. But they got done another $1,500 on Sunday because a crew member crossed the fast lane before the last car had left the pit lane prior to the race start. That one's an old rule. It's been in there for a long time now, and still we see people getting fined for it. So that's one to clean up. Teams Championship something I really wanted to zoom in on. Of course... This is all subject to the appeal next week for Red Bull Ampole Racing with their uh, appeal against their exclusion from race one, uh, the one-two finish. So these points are how they sit right now with them taken out of the Saturday results. And that leaves Erebus on top of the team's championship on 4.17, Grove Racing second 3.39, Team 18 a third on 3.30, solid weekend for Frosty and Scotty Pye, uh, Walkinshaw Andretti United fourth on 3.12, largely off the back uh, of Chas Mostert's pair of uh, runner-up finishes. Tickford Racing with its cars of Courtney and Waters a fifth on 309, tied with Brad Jones Racing's, uh, which is the Heimgartner and Fullwood team. Of course, they're divided into two-car teams for the purpose of this. Premier Racing a seventh, Triple Eight a eighth, 
Matt Stone racing ninth, Dick Johnson racing a tenth, BJR with Macaulay Jones and Jack Smith are eleventh, Tickford with Randall and Fraser are twelfth, and of course Blanchard's a thirteenth with um, being the only single car team these days in the championship with Todd Hazelwood, who did have uh, a very good weekend. They showed some really good solid pace, which is great to see. Now I mentioned before the appeal for Triple Eight that's been confirmed. It'll be next week uh, here in our uh, fair city of Melbourne, uh, Wednesday, March twenty-two. That'll be in the evening. There's a three-person panel who will decide the outcome. It's closed to media, closed to public. Uh, time will tell whether Shane Van Gisbergen gets that win back from Saturday and Brock Feeney gets his second place finish back. So come Thursday next week, we should know exactly whether we are adding points back on or we are keeping the point score uh, as it sits right now. Walkinshaw and Dredi United, they've come out this week saying that they're stripping down Nick Perkat's Mustang to look into why he struggled last weekend in Newcastle. There's more on that on the V8 Sleuth website from our own Connor O'Brien and a great job from Connor and Stephen Bartholomew with some great coverage of last weekend's Newcastle 500 and thank you to our ever-following, ever not evergreen, make you sound like you're all old, to our ever-loyal, I should say, uh, V8 Sleuth followers and readers. Um, you're helping drive our website higher and further with more eyeballs, uh, more numbers. We are so thrilled to have the support of the industry and of the fan base out there. So thanks for supporting us and uh, consuming all of our coverage from Newcastle, of which there was quite a bit from the boys. They were certainly pumping it out on the keyboard. There was smoke firing off those laptops like you would not believe in the media centre uh, last weekend. Now, on this day, today is March the 17th. And you might be thinking, hmm, what happened on this day? Well, I can tell you there's a couple of things in the history books that grab my eye. Uh, 1996 on this day, the Australian Touring Car Championship ran at Simmons Plains in Tasmania. Uh, Max Dumsney made his debut that weekend. Remember the Valvoline Falcon, the ex-Glen Seaton racing car that he was driving? Uh, also on this day, 1974, the championship had its second round of that year at Calder, won by Peter Brock in the HDT XU1 Tirana over Bob Morris's Ron Hodgson XU1 and Murray Carter's Falcon. And also on this day, 2002, uh, Mark Scaife won the Clipsal 500 with a win in the Sunday race for the mighty official factory Holden racing team. Next week, plenty going on. You'll love this. Castrol Motorsport News Podcast back on Tuesday with AVL and Steph. Uh, Listen to it wherever you get your pods. Subscribe so you don't miss an ep. On Wednesday, next V8 Sleuth Podcast, I'm back with a chat. Now, we are in the studio last week with Will Dale talking about Grand Prix touring car races. If you haven't heard it, have a listen. But next week, it's part one of a multi-part chat with my special guest, Greg Crick. Now, the Tassie racing legend, he's so unassuming but he's achieved so much. And we're going to peel back the layers and talk about his amazing career, the highs, the lows, everything in between. There's plenty of great stuff from Cricky in a multi-part ep. In fact, we had so much of a chat, I think we might have to, for the first time ever, chop the chat up into three parts. There was that much going on. We talk about the early years of racing in Tassie. We talk about the Viper. We talk about uh, racing for Dick Johnson, driving with Bob Jones, Chris Lambden, uh, Pinnacle Motorsports, Stone Brothers, and why it went wrong. And, of course, uh, that Bathurst 12-hour, that amazing drive he put in for Erebus and that Mercedes and the health issues that it created for him. I don't think a lot of people quite understand just how ill he was after that. He opens up and massively appreciative to Cricky for this. He really opened up about 
how it physically and, and mentally affected him. It's something that was a big thing in his world and uh, something that you would hope that no one ever has to go through again because it was really quite terrible stuff. Uh, but Cricky, he's a ripper. You'll love this. Part one comes up next Wednesday on the V8 Sleuth podcast and we'll run the next two to pre, uh, in the following week, I should say. So I think you'll enjoy that one. Anyway time for me to have the weekend off i hope you've thoroughly enjoyed the week of supercars in this edition of repco supercars weekly uh relax chill out have the weekend off or if you're working don't work too hard reminder to visit the repco garage online it's garage.repco.com.au have a great weekend we will chat again next week do you know how to find the right oil for your car now you can find out quickly and easily online Thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil and find out.